0: Hairdressing, business, beauty, products, people, interviews, fitness, health, well-being. I'm Nathan Plumridge and welcome to Hair Life. Hi and welcome to the Hair Life podcast with me, Nathan Plumridge. Episode six is pretty simple. It's about getting us up to the present day, the expansion that we've done over the last couple of years but also surviving the pandemic and the learnings that came out of it. I hope you enjoy. Hi, and welcome back to Hair Life with me, Nathan Plumridge. Thank you for joining me on episode six. Um, In this episode, I just wanted to uh, just kind of take us back... Um, from obviously where uh, my dad unfortunately left us and taking us up to the present day so we could then get cracking with lots of other things uh, that are going to be happening here on Hair Life. But uh, first and foremost, what is up with this weather? I have literally just driven through what I can only class as apocalyptic rain. Genuinely scared for my life whilst driving down the motorway. I literally was like, oh my God, to die. But anyway, I'm here. I'm with you. It's still raining. So if you hear anything, it's because it's smashing against the window here up in the attic. Uh, but let's go. So uh, I think kind of looking back, one of the things that happens after you, you know, you lose someone special is that you feel alone. Um, and I definitely had that because I didn't have my sort of my dad and my business partner to sort of share those ideas and things that I wanted to to, to do. But actually, oddly for me at that time, um, it made me feel, you know, more in control um, of everything. Every decision now was up to me. Um, every move, every little thing was solely down to me. And I actually found it so much easier to to get on and uh, grow in the way that I wanted to. It was a little bit like the shackles had sort of come off and suddenly I had, I suppose, utter clarity um, about how I wanted energy to look and feel. And there was a point then that I I made the decision um, to have a fresh start and to refurbish the existing salon and and change the feel completely. We went for a much higher end look and I started to work with um, a brilliant shop fitter company called Liberty um, and that made my life so much easier. We, we shared all of the ideas and all of the sort of colour schemes and looks with all of the guests in the salon. We involved the team on the layout and how it was going to be. How did they want it to be as well? How did we want the working practices to be? So there was definitely a huge amount of collaboration that went on with it. But at the same time, I had a really clear vision of the look that I wanted to achieve. So we then closed for um, a week and Ian and his team got to work. Um, what they did in such a short time was amazing. I cannot tell you how incredible it um, It really is to see something go from a drawing into reality. Um, This was definitely the sort of start of something new and fresh. And for me personally, um, I just simply couldn't wait. I always think there are some, you know, special moments when you are a business owner. And I remember clear as day walking around the salon on the Sunday night. After all of the boys had finished and everyone had gone. I'd dressed the salon on my own and I was talking to myself. You know, I really was. I must say, like a crazy man. But I was talking to myself and I was talking to my dad really out loud. And I was saying, this is it. I was we've really done it. I was saying like we've really done it. It looked absolutely stunning. I'm going to post the pictures uh, of that very evening actually on my socials later so you can see Um, but the excitement of opening the the next day um, and seeing the team's faces because none of them had seen it as well so seeing their faces along with the clients was just an incredible moment truly incredible Um, and we went you know we went on for the next three years Uh, I suppose I can only sort of say like killing it we were absolutely killing it. We won a few national awards for Best Business and Most Progressive Salon and Best Design. Um, and that all helped with, I suppose, just keeping us on track. Um, oddly, until we did it again. And <laughs> Do you know, I look back now and I think, oh, my God, really? I did a lot of expansions. But we expanded again and we had the opportunity to take over. A really big space and i mean a really big space um next door to where we were um effectively we added like another two two and a half thousand square foot which doubled the salon space um and do you know like i thought what we did previously was amazing um but i think this, this side that we created is something I'm truly proud of. It was, and it is, it is a beautiful, bright, modern space that definitely has a, a huge wow factor. Uh, in fact, it won Best Design Salon in the UK, um, which was a great achievement for all of those involved. And I'm very, very proud of that. But I I had this crazy moment where We had five months, which were absolutely insane. We were crushing the numbers. The business was absolutely flying. But five months into opening and spending quarter of a million quid of cash, um, this crazy little thing called COVID. Yeah, COVID came along and shut us down. Um, I can honestly say, like looking back, that the day that I had to close the doors to our salon was definitely one of the saddest and scariest times of my life with, you know, 30 staff to to look after um, huge bills because we're leveraged and no cash coming in. Um, I, I think if, you know, deep down, I think I truly believe, you know, this, there was a moment where I thought this could be it. Um, I'd literally got rid of most of my liquid capital to invest in the building. And here we were, shut. Um, on one hand, you know, I, I, I think as a boss, you, you always have to show that it's okay. Um, and we're all okay. And I've got to tell everybody that it's Okay. But I can tell you, my stomach was churning and twisting and it was knotted like never before. You know, um, there were odd little moments. I can I can also remember the relief that uh, I think it was the Friday that when Rishi announced the furlough scheme. um, And, you know, that was that was huge for every business. You know, what an incredible scheme that was but it was short-lived you know it was definitely short-lived the first week was a blur I can look back and think I was drunk I think for most of that first week Um, I just couldn't handle it Um, I couldn't handle that my business was now losing money each week and there was nothing that I could do about it it just didn't matter It did not matter. Um, And yet still, I had to put a smile on my face. I had to tell the team it was okay. I had to stay positive for them and my family. Um, My wife's recruitment firm, you know, it closed overnight. Her clients, you know, they all put a freeze on employing people. Um, What an absolute shit show. It was in the Plumridge household at that time. You know, it was an absolute shit show. Um, and it's weird because, again, you know, you look back and I, I journal. And for those of you that don't journal, journal, write down things, write down moments because they are so powerful and they are so helpful with so many things. They're also very helpful for this because um, I, <laughs> I remember the Sunday evening. After the first week going through my drinking blur um, and I went out for a run. Um, I told my wife I'm just going out for a run and I went out and I don't know, I did some sort of like half marathon sort of distance. It was ridiculous. And as I was running, I just said, come on, Plumridge." I was like, sort your shit out. And I was like, get your head together and start focusing On your needs and your business needs and just get your head back in the game. And it was very odd. It was that was it. I woke up during the middle of the night um, and I had some ridiculously crazy Jerry Maguire moment. And I started writing pages and pages and pages of things in my journal that I needed to do to survive. And help us grow, you know, when we reopened. Um, that was it. And and, and I'm hoping there's probably, you know, those of you that are listening to this, um, I'm hoping you've had those moments that you suddenly grab hold of yourself. You give yourself a good shake and you do what you have to do. You dig deep to get yourself out of situations. So the first part was ultimately, I suppose, to start reassuring our clients, our guests and let them know that we were thinking about them and their families and what they were going through and we also wanted to make sure that we let them knew that when we reopened that we will be there for them to look after them and make them feel you know feel great you know great make them feel great again and the second part was all about you know also then keeping us in the faces of people so you know videos on social media became the thing didn't they you know we all got on videos and we all started to share things um talking to them during like live feeds on Facebook and Instagram and you know getting people to ask you questions you know sharing tips and hair hacks at home um that was actually a lot of fun and I think that was one of the the things I probably enjoyed the most um was just talking to our clients you know we made a really huge effort to call a lot of our vulnerable clients who had no one you know they were on their own um, and ask them if they needed help in any way and if we could uh, we would do the best that we can I think you know we became a hair community um, and that's, to be honest, where this podcast idea has come from. It was all about the hair community, um, because I think it's a much wider audience. I just don't think it's just hairdressers. I think everybody has, you know, their haircut pretty much worldwide at some point. So, you know, for me, this this show is all about creating uh, the hair life community and talking about real things with real people. Um it was also for me just so amazing to watch our industry just come together and talk and share ideas and feelings because, you know, our industry is generally quite reclusive in the sense that if you ask most hairdressing salon owners, they're not that friendly with lots of other salons because we always treat them like, oh, my God, it's competition, you know. But actually, that's all that's just been torn up because I think COVID tore it up. I think nobody really gives a shit anymore. It's all about there's enough business for everybody, and if we're smart, we've all got um, different groups of people that we're targeting, and there's enough business for everybody. And there was, I think, there was so much love and sort of outpouring in our industry. Um, I, I thought it was an incredible thing, and I've I've certainly grown some great relationships as a result of that time. Um, and I can't wait to be interviewing you know, salon owners and hairdressers on this show um, and learning from them and their experiences. So I, I honestly believe that something great has actually come, I suppose, out of COVID, because we've also had to adapt and pivot and really look at all our devices and all the things that we've become you know, I suppose more efficient. We've all become more streamlined. We've all had to think differently and think about, you know, how our teams work. We've certainly had to be more flexible to, you know, with people's lives and our team's lives and, you know, make sure that all our working practices are easier for the team um, whilst making money um, and staying open. Because, you know, I I think I've probably accumulated the largest debt I've ever had um, and I've certainly got less cash than I've ever had. But actually, I'm probably the happiest I've ever been in the business. And it's it's made me change so many things. You know, for me right now, it feels like a new start. It's a clean slate. It's, it's never too late to start again. Um, and I think that is also very reflective in all parts of our lives. You know, sometimes you have to you know, take some big hits, but actually you can stand up and you can be much stronger as a result of it. So up to the present day, we are here. We are open. Um, the next episodes I'm really looking forward to. So hopefully you're going to come with me on this journey. Um, thanks for listening hair lifers. I cannot wait to talk to you, uh, over the coming weeks and months. Um, Have a great day and big love to you all. Take care.